She just wants to be beautiful. She goes unnoticed. She knows no limits. She craves attention. She praises an image. She prays to be sculpted by the sculptor. Oh, she don't see the light that's shining deeper than the eyes can find it. Maybe we are made of blind souls. She tries to cover up her pain and cut her woes away. Cause cover girls don't cry after the face is made. Hey guys, what's up? This is Denise Sanchez. Welcome to the first Erin episode of the podcast, Defining with Denise. Here, the full purpose is to urge you to engage in a deep conversation of real life issues that need and deserve more attention while doing whatever it is you're doing right now. This being said, let's begin with today's episode called The Duty Behind Latin Beauty, which I will be hosting for its purpose. This episode will be based on a discussion of the conflicts created as beauty standards negatively lead Latin American individuals to question who they are and go to the extent of affecting their appearance. You cannot tell me that when people hear the term Latinas, they don't immediately think of curves, thick thighs, slim waist, nice body, right? Apparently in a Latin American society, the body of a woman defines so much for them, even though it's socially unacceptable. Like I can't express how wrong this sounds and just is. This type of emphasis on the ideal of a Latina's body is what has driven those who aren't built like this to turn to other means. For example, there's people that turn to working out and that's great, you know, but they constantly do it for the wrong reasons. It's not to be healthy or to be better for themselves, but rather to meet a certain body image. Many of what leads to this is our own people, actually. Men expect women to look a certain way simply for being Latinas, so they ask of them what they earned. One's own family, as crazy as it sounds, turns to ethnicity to resemble the norm of curvaceous Latinas or the ideals of mainstream culture. Who, who is skinny but Latina has heard something like, Mija, come más, mira, que es eso, estás bien flaca? Which translates to, daughter, eat more, look, what is that? You're so skinny. And sometimes we're told this when we're just teenagers or children, which makes it worse because we shouldn't even have to be worried about things like this. It only produces insecurities that do us more harm than good. If anyone chooses to do something about it, they're most likely to turn to easier solutions such as plastic surgery. Plastic surgery is such a common mean in Latin American societies nowadays, and beauty standards play a huge factor in this. They do it to feel more sexy or empowering. I actually follow many Latinas on my Instagram, many which have had breast augmentations, BBLs, or different types of plastic surgery in their face the most common ones being liposuction and rhinoplasty. And let me just say, they look like baddies. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. And as they should too. But in our society, not everyone takes it like this. Apart from wanting to meet the beauty standards of our society, they have to consider factors such as religion and their dignity. A Latina can't look too sexy because they can be misinterpreted and attacked with harsh slangs. Ultimately, it just seems like too much, simply for attaining a beauty ideal. An ideal that pulls us from who we really are, or the person deep inside we truly want to be. Now, I would like to go ahead and share with you guys some 
personal experiences and stories that have happened to me at different stages of my life that I believe truly reflect on the effects of the beauty standards. To this day, I still remember this one experience from elementary school. Guys, literally elementary school, and I think it's because it actually really affected me. Once in fifth grade, my class was at Health Fitness for our specials, and that day was running day. I loved running back then, simply because I was really good. It was like my hobby. I was always one of the leaders in the track. So as I finished what I believe was my second lap out of four, I was stopped by these two girls who apparently were best friends. They told me in like a sarcastic and mocking tone, Damn Denise, why do you have so much breasts? That shirt makes it seem like you have a lot. You guys, this took me so much by surprise that I didn't even know what to respond. Mostly because of the way they had asked this. It had made me uncomfortable, timid, and honestly, ashamed. Since fourth grade, I kind of knew I was developing a bit faster and more than the rest of my classmates, but I had never paid much attention to it. Some of you would say that maybe I was just overreacting, but the thing is that when someone brought it up to me for the first time, it just made it feel real, like it was a thing. They saw it too. So, of course, I never wore that shirt to school again, unless I really didn't have anything else to wear. The next time I went to Health Fitness again, I made sure to wear a sweater to hide my breasts, and I'm pretty sure that I did it every day of the year as well. As you can tell, that encounter had been a huge deal to me, even though back then I couldn't assure why. Being said that not only made me pay attention to my breasts, but also to my stomach, I guess one thing led to the other, as they say. Doing so, I noticed that I was also chubbier. Not fat, but chubby. From there, I began to notice just how skinny my sisters were, and it pushed me to want to be that skinny. When I got to middle school, I was as skinny as my sisters, and I liked it. I appreciated my skinny body for as long as those taunting thoughts lasted. Then when I got to 8th grade, I began to know more the standards of a Latina. I think many girls pertaining to the Latin American societies that went to my school noticed this as well. It was something that was brought up to conversations like it was normal. As many girls of my grade and age began to develop more, I began to see the common body types among them. Suddenly, I didn't want to be skinny anymore. I wanted to be thick. By freshman year, I wanted to have a nice body, but what exactly was a nice body for me? Well, it was the Latina type of nice body, the beauty standard I had set for myself as I saw the huge amount of Latinas that went to my school. I set my standards based on them, and so it rapidly made it something unattainable and something that was just messing with my head at this point. Now, I'm much more aware of the issue beauty standards bring, and I find myself in a better mental place. However, this made me realize just how detrimental beauty standards turn out to be. But I know I haven't been and won't be the only one to get through this inner conflict with myself. In TikTok, I've apparently made it to Latina TikTok, which makes my For You page full of Latinas with amazing bodies. Every time I head to the comments, there's always a good amount of girls and guys praising and glorifying them. Now, nothing wrong with this. The girls admire and envy them. Not negatively, but the beauty, the point is that these actions prove that beauty standards are a thing and that, well, they come with everything.
I believe it's important that I also talk about those Latina individuals that, although from Latin American societies, commonly move to or are from the United States and find accommodation to the Western beauty ideals. They unintentionally familiarize with America's own standards because, believe it or not, they also have beauty standards whose outcomes are no different than the ones of Latin American societies. We have famous Hollywood actresses Jennifer Lopez, Salma Hayek, and Sofia Vergara as great examples. I came across this website called The Latina Look while researching a little bit about the Latina's beauty standards and in it there is a quote of a doctoral candidate from Rogers University that reads, Latin culture does embrace more curvy forms, but in America, Latin women find themselves negotiating between different ideas of what constitutes beauty. They get mixed messages from their own culture standards, their family, and of the larger culture, which I believe is completely true. You just have to reference back to my anecdote to see how I, being born and living in the United States, was mentally influenced into being skinny and then being impelled by the Latin American standards into having more, I quote, meat. Women and girls in America try to attain the Western standards of being thin, and according to Diane Stephens, a prof- professor at Florida International University, because of this, they turn to eating disorders. Ironically, in doing so, they try not to give in to the stereotypes, but the standards drive them completely to the point they don't even realize they already have. What sometimes happens to Latinos in the U.S. is that they begin to acculturate which comes as an effect of giving into the different cultural expectations. The website also includes this quote by Sofia Vergara in which she said, I don't mind when the boobs get smaller. I don't like when the ass gets smaller. In Latin America, if you don't have a big ass, you're nothing. This is a really big statement, but unfortunately, it's one of the many truths in our world, even as shallow as it sounds all based on the standards that our society puts upon us. But the thing is that our society is us. It is the majority that decides what aspects of beauty are acceptable and what are not, which I can't express enough how wrong it is. In addition, women are forced to embrace their feminism, which with the world we live in today and just how modern gender identities are shouldn't be asked of a woman. All in all, Latinos are said to lose their qualities after acculturation. Their own Latin American society would say this is true, and I would too, but they focus on the loss of their physical qualities while I focus on their personal qualities, the qualities that made them who they are. In situations like this, one just has to accept that Latino women will at times evolve in popular cultures, but that it might turn them into the better of themselves. It all comes to the choice of abiding by mainstream beauty standards or choosing not to. Well, we have come to the end of this podcast. Thank you so much to everyone that listened and made it to this point. Make sure to tune in for next episode where we will be talking about the oppression of minorities that take place in the United States. Bye guys, until next time. But there's a hope that's waiting for you in the dark You should know